Godliness with contentment is great gain. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. It's Friday. We made it. (laughs) We've crossed the finish line and we're finishing another week and we have Jesus to thank for it. And so how grateful we are to arrive at another Friday and we look back on this week and we say thank you, Lord, for your hand at work and uh, thank you, Lord, for speaking through your word and thank you, Lord, for providing for our families and thank you, Lord, for... um, just your faithfulness. And so here we are once again at the finish line of the week and uh, with another opportunity to pause and gather to study God's Word together. We're going to be in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6 today looking at verses um, uh, 2 through 10. And there's so much here, but there's one area in particular I want to focus our attention today as we uh, zero in on the topic of contentment. And what is godly contentment? All right, my friends, let's pray as we begin. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you once again, Lord God. There's no time we can look at our lives and say, God was not present. Because you are always present and you are always faithful. You never leave us or forsake us, O God. We are never left on our own. And we give you thanks for that. Father, see us through another time of studying your words and your spirit to teach us, open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to what you want to say. Father, may this time in your word uh, grow us to the maximum benefit of our growth in grace. And we thank you for your word and its instruction. Uh, You're always faithful to teach us through it. May it be a mirror to our souls. May it be a lens into the core of our being that we might rightly see us, see ourselves as we are and uh, see our great need for you. Let us continue with you daily, Lord God, holding your hand, trusting that you are the God that provides all that we need. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my friends, 1 Timothy 6, 2 through 10. Teach and urge these things. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and depraved of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and we cannot take anything out of it. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Good stuff, challenging stuff, and uh, the Lord is speaking to my heart through these things today. At the beginning, Paul talks about a certain kind of people who have departed from the sound teaching of the gospel, from sound doctrine, and they come into the church and they stir things up with their pride, the pride of what they think they know, and they teach things that um, um, do not accord with the gospel. Paul says it this way, 
they teach things, a different doctrine that does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness. They're puffed up, they're conceited, they truly understand nothing. They don't understand what they don't know. This person has an unhealthy craving for controversy. They're looking to stir things up. They're looking to trouble people. They're looking to be oppositional and to create dissension. And um, they're creating this constant friction among the people of God. Paul says that true godliness with contentment is great gain. You don't need anything else on top of that. A godly life with contentment around the things the Lord has provided you uh, is great gain. It settles the soul, leads to a peaceful life, a contented life. Paul says in verse 7, we brought nothing into this world and we can't take anything out of it. Uh, But if we have food and clothing with those things, we'll be content. Anything beyond that, any any desire beyond your basic needs being met, you got to check your heart because there's a real good chance that there's some selfishness, that there's some worldliness slipping in there. Um, But Paul says, if we have food and clothing with these, we'll be content. Those who desire to be rich can fall into the trap of temptation for desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And how true that is and how daily we see that playing out in our own culture. God is good and he'll provide for all of our needs. He's faithful in every way. There's nothing you need that he can't provide if you'll set your heart on being content with a godly life and content with God's provision. God will meet all of our needs and more. And um, and we don't have to be tripped up by the temptation of money and wealth and uh, things. We can learn the secret to contentment if we'll just accept that what God provides is enough. Are you satisfied with what the Lord provides today, my friend? Have you found the truth of what Paul says in verse 7 or verse 6? But godliness with contentment is great gain. Have you experienced that? Oh, I'm so grateful the Lord has taught me that. He's taught me to be content with a simple life. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm hungry to continue finding great joy uh, and allowing God to come through and provide. Um, he's, he's, He's rescued me from my own pursuits. He's rescued me from my own ambitions. He's rescued me from my own worldly desires for wealth and achievement and success. He's rescued me from those things. He's he's wrested my grip away from those things, and I'm clinging to Jesus, and I hope you are too. All right, my friends, great teaching from Paul today, and uh, thanks for taking time out of your day to study. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up again next week. God bless.